0: Welcome back to the Bitcoin Layer. I'm Nick Bhatia. We are in beautiful Santa Monica, California today at the Pacific Bitcoin VIP Mining Day. Now I just got out of a great panel with three of the top CEOs in the space and I learned a lot about Bitcoin mining today and what the industry is going through. Basically, we think of miners as this utility, a service to the network that's providing security, processing transactions. But behind that, there's so much that goes on to the capital expenditure in investing in these miners. There's a bunch of risks that these guys have to deal with. And let me go through a few of the notes that I have from the event. Okay, one of the first and most important things that these CEOs wanted to get across is that having Bitmain as the number one supplier for this industry is a huge risk. And it's something that we can't take lightly basically we have one company that's based in china that has that is providing most of the asics that go into these u.s based publicly traded companies facilities and they're completely reliant on one company for their uh, production and so this gives an enormous corporate risk to any u.s based company one of the ceos told a story about how Once they had raised their public equity offering, they had to send out a $90 million wire to China, to Bitmain, and basically pray that the machines show up six months later. Now, the contract that the companies here in the U.S. engage in with the companies in China is not something that the American companies and the American lawyers feel like they have good legal recourse. This basically means that they can send the money to China and not get delivery of their machines and not really have anything to do about it. And so when we think about a risk for a US-based company, a risk being that the supplier might not deliver and you might lose 100% of your money when trying to purchase the very machine that you need to make your business run, it's just an enormous risk. And it's something that is on the front of mind of all of these companies. The second and third largest supplier of Bitcoin ASICs also in china so it's not like when you go down the line you have uh, a lot of diversification in geography and in political risk now one of the things that the companies talked about with regard to the risks of chinese-based manufacturing of asics is that hopefully one day we can get u.s based manufacturing of bitcoin miners Now, there is some optimism, but it was really quickly dialed back. Where's the optimism? There are some companies now that are putting together Bitcoin miners here in the United States. But behind the curtain, really all that's happening is it's a final assembly. This is not a true manufacturing from the ground up of Bitcoin miners. And in fact, the chips that they are using are coming from Asia. And so Bitcoin mining manufacturing going on in the United States, it's not genuine manufacturing. And when we talk about foundries actually being based in the United States, and foundries meaning the types of companies that are manufacturing the semiconductors, the chips, the ASICs. ASICs stands for application specific chips, right? And application-specific circuits. And these application-specific chips are not being made in the U.S. And not only are they not being made in the U.S., but it's not clear that there's a five-year path to that happening. And so that brings about another risk for these companies. So the problem is not just what's going to happen to my bitmain order, It's what's gonna happen between the US and China over the next five years with tariffs, with import restrictions, what's gonna happen on the Chinese side with export restrictions. So these are all major, major risks for the Bitcoin miners that really are uh, front of mind. Now, something else that they talked about is just the overall risk profile of a Bitcoin mining company with today's regulatory environment. And so when it comes to the regulatory environment, these guys are saying basically their whole day and their whole week is spent dodging knives. And what do they mean by that? Anytime they can have a ruling from the SEC that changes their business. Now, one of the huge takeaways that I had as well here is the relationship between Bitcoin miners and power grids. And these CEOs all believe genuinely that Bitcoin mining and power generation, these industries are going to merge over the longer term. And so it's not just by itself the idea that Bitcoin miners can come in and balance a grid. And this is the idea that, remember if you have a Bitcoin mining facility and you're tapped into an electricity grid you can choose when to have your machines on and when to have them off so if there is daytime solar electricity generation going on that has really there you know is excess the bitcoin miner can buy that excess power and machine and turn on the machine When there is a shortage and the price goes up, the miner can turn off the machine. And in that way, Bitcoin miners can help balance the grid. Now that is happening in Texas. It's something that we're already seeing underway. But these mining CEOs are seeing actually a shift over the longer term toward a unified company that's actually involved with generating power, deciding where that power is going out across the grid and Bitcoin mining and actually having all of these under one umbrella, as opposed to just a Bitcoin miner contributing to a municipality, for example, and a local power department. So these are some of the things that the miners are thinking about. What can Bitcoin mining do for the entire energy landscape and power and electricity landscape over the longer term in the United States? Thanks for joining us today at the Bitcoin Lair. I'm Nick Bhatia here in Santa Monica, California at the Pacific Bitcoin mining event.